Hi, I'm Denny Van. I live with severe food sensitivities. And I'm Chef Ken. I teach people with food sensitivities how to cook. Welcome to the Food Sensitives Podcast. So welcome back to our series of the rebirth of mise en place. We've already talked about mindset, recipes, ingredients list, timing. Now we want to talk about prep, prep work, the planning ahead, right, chef? And uh, tell us what is the most important thing when it comes to this prep? When it comes to prep on, on a technical level, let's just say cleanliness, cleanliness clean as you go make sure the area that you're going to be worked in is clean before you start organized and then you could get on with prep it you know you want no cross contamination of course but uh, it's just a good sense of having control of your environment and uh, you can move forward without having to clean this up first or get rid of that first or whatnot but um what I like about this series, Mise en Place, everything in its place. And prep is you know, one of those things that it's everything. You know, it's a, it starts with the mindset. Starts with, in your mind, having a clean slate, like a clean counter. And then you take it from there, um, all the way down to your ingredients and tools and, and whatnot. And you mentioned cross-contamination. For somebody who lives with these food sensitivities and allergies, especially the allergies, because it's like if we're cooking with any almonds or cashews or anything in the nut family, we've got to be very careful so we're not cross-contaminating to a family member who is really allergic. We've got to get the EpiPen. That's how serious it is. So cross-contamination when you're when you're cooking from home it's so important to be aware of and you prep for that oh yes yes and in a professional environment as well um you could go to any of these um let's say a japanese steakhouse where they chop the stuff up and cook it right in front of you you let them know that a member of your party has a shrimp allergy for example all of a sudden that grill is cleaned fresh tools they take care of that guest first so that there is no question of having a seafood or shrimp cross contamination um same thing at home it helps you with your situational awareness what you're doing before you do it it always is a good thing you were talking about cleaning as you go and i'd love for you to talk a little bit about your favorite julia child that she did that yeah i i was a little boy five years old when she came on tv for the first time and long story short is uh she is famous for cleaning as she goes. You could ask any chef of any time, and that's one, you know, one thing they'll, they'll uh, say about her. And when you watch her, she's able to, she keeps control of her whole situation, even when she makes mistakes. And she'll be the first to tell you she makes mistakes, tells you what not to do. But back to clean as you go. That's the first thing about prep because then you know where everything's at. You're not, not just cross-contaminating with, you know, shrimp or nuts or something like that, but nobody wants chopped parsley in their chopped onions if the onions and parsley aren't going to be mixed in the same dish. So, so cleaning as you go is small but important part of everything in its place. 
And I know that part of your prep as an executive chef, tell us a little bit about how you had to make sure everyone under you was prepped. Well, what we were talking about before is prep is different for everybody. And that's what makes it a mindset thing like we've been talking about. Everything in its place and it starts with your mind. And what I'm trying to say is for me, I would have cooks that on their line, what they're serving, uh, do you have your mise? Do you have your everything? Which is their prep and that's ingredients and tools for specific dishes on the menu. My prep would detail a whole lot more of organizational skills of putting things you know, together in my head to make sure their prep is done and knowing, you know, understanding what they have. So for at home, you would look at it in the same light. Starting with what you want to eat or what you want to make and, and then with the recipe. The whole time you're doing everything, you're prepping yourself, you're prepping the situation, you're creating and cooking it in your head. Your head is in the right place to cook these dishes. Or, you know, and... and Use that thought in everything you do in life. So, work. chef, if I'm dreaming of food, am I prepping? <laughs> you know, some might tell you. I I would have to say yes. There's been plenty of times when I've had dreams about food or dreams about parties or dreams about my prep until I got much more confident in my, you know, later years of, yes, I did do that work and I don't have to drive all the way back there to make sure. Oh my gosh, I, my prep now is self-control because you've been making us some amazing food that, you know, oh my gosh, I can eat this. I don't have to ask what's in it. I can just enjoy it. And I've been um, prepping myself to enjoy lots of it. So yeah, absolutely prep in planning ahead and starting to think about, think ahead, think about you know, what holiday, like we talked about last time, what holiday is coming up. You can start to prep that and maybe just put a little note in the calendar and that week to include ingredients for that thing that you want to prep for and start looking ahead and preparing your family meals where every single one in your family can just enjoy food and not have to ask what's in it. So you got to prep. It's all part of the prep. All part of mise en place. Prep is everything. Um, and every everything we've talked about is, is got its own place per se, but without using it, it the whole the whole thing falls apart. So if you know recipes are everything, and that's the beauty of mise en place, the saying itself. It implies, I mean, what is everything but everything, right? So you're like mise en place, everything in place starts with the head and having it in place. That I can, I can dream about, you know, what I want to eat and that starts my prep. Okay. And that starts creativity and imagination. And maybe last time you did a recipe and did it this way and maybe thinking, what can I do different for that recipe? And that starts the prep of, creating and expanding from your uh, base of knowledge. Right. And also for me, the dreaming part you mentioned, 
you know, not only can it be for some people like, you know, the, there's a lot of work and they, they, it's all they do. And so they're dreaming about it, so to speak. But also for me, it's uh, a mixing of flavors, juices, creativity, which I'm a culinary artist. I'm an artist. And that's the part where creativity really, that's the root of it all right there in, in the dream world, that spirituality or the land of mysticism, if you want to call it. Absolutely. And with creativity and imagination, you have to step into the confidence to be okay with making a mistake, you know, maybe having to start a recipe over, perhaps you didn't prep as well as you could have. Cause I know I'm totally guilty of that. And then, you know, ending up with a disaster because the prep work wasn't done. Right. And, you know, and on the other end of the spectrum, let's talk about the secret ingredient. Now you talked about, um, it didn't come out right there's or admitting you made a mistake i would think you know there, there's an old saying a chef never admits he makes a mistake that's the way it's supposed to be and, and unless you're in a competitive environment and you're doing a technique in a recipe old world style so to speak um i would say that's true for you and me and the rest of the world you know and all this fusion that's been going on and stuff uh I like to think of things as serendipity and you come up with something new without thinking, you know, you try this one thing and this happens. And unless it's, you know, a, a blobby mess, you know, there's serendipity there. And that's when you become the alchemist in the kitchen. Or the secret, you know, the secret ingredient. Now, there's there's old sayings, you know, that so-and-so makes a peach pie or this or that dish, and it's so good. It's like, what do you do? do you know, you got that secret touch or that secret ingredient, and and that is what prep is. That's, the, that's not what it is, actually. That's what it culminates. That's what comes out of it. You start at the beginning with your recipe. You get your act together, your ingredients, your prep. Wrap, your attitude, right. where your center is, so that you're not going into the kitchen like, um, you know, we were working with the youngest one, you know, being frustrated and coming from a space of not giving himself space to make mistakes. Right, right. And letting it flow. And just knowing, you know, it, it goes back to the beginning of having all your stuff together, your me's. When it comes to our prep, you know, it's across the board. My favorite part is, you know, when it comes together, when the actual cooking, that's when the word prep really means a lot to me because of all the ingredients and, and all that is all in one spot when I'm creating the dish or dishes, you know, that's my favorite part. Later when you're all eating, of course, you know, that's the reward for me or any chef, but prep starts in the mind and finishes in the mind. The whole thing is prep, preparation for the actual event. So you have everything under control. You have no questions about what you're doing. It takes a while to get there, of course. And, you know, part of the prep is sanitizing everything. And um, I know the boys are learning how to have something there right away that they clean 
before starting and then clean after starting. I know with uh, a couple of my boys, there was a little bit of resistance there, especially after the cleanup, but they have really improved because it helped with their confidence and their mindset when they can just walk into the kitchen and know that it's clean. Um, yes, and stays clean and is kept clean. And the beauty of that all is you have an actual sense of an accomplishment. Not only that is if it, it was troublesome for you beforehand, you just climbed a mountain and you've made something that used to be hard easier. Exactly. It was hard for them. Uh, there was resistance right away that they shouldn't have to clean or they don't want to have to clean. And there was that attitude with it. But now they just come in, start cleaning, they cook, and then they clean up. It's been a nice, beautiful wake, waking up. Especially for a family like ours, um, with uh, five adults that all have uh, eating requirements. So yeah, it's good to start and end with something clean. And that is all part of your prep. It is absolutely 100%. You should never walk in to a kitchen, your own kitchen, and gripe and complain that it isn't clean enough. Even if there's other people around, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? So, well, I mean, you know, I, I totally get that cleaning because when you live in a house with five adults, it's hard to wake up in the morning thinking the kitchen's going to be clean because it was clean when I went to bed last night. So I wake up in the morning thinking I'm going to go into a clean kitchen, but somebody was cooking in the middle of the night and didn't clean. So we have five adults. So what do you do in that situation? I just clean the kitchen and then I ask them, you know, politely to, you know, if you're going to use the kitchen, please leave it the way it was when you went in there. And, you know, that's, that's having to live with adults, whether, you know, we're all family members or we're all roommates, it doesn't matter because we're living here as adults and we're maturing. We've been talking about prepping at home, you know, for specific dishes. But what I'd like to talk about prep is getting to understand our friends and neighbors and families that are too busy to cook at home all the time and to communicate with them and learn from them and get their stories so that we could work together to prep them to eat better out in the processed world. It's really important to, for, to me to get the word out to our friends and families out there that eat out a lot or eat a lot of processed stuff, but it would be nice to be able to have um, a conversation with those out there that can't cook for themselves to understand their labels better and to make better choices. Well, yeah, at least prep, prep what they get. Yeah. It's all state of mind. So you got to prep yourself to be able to have what, uh, you know, is, is your healthiest choice available. Exactly. And, you know, for traveling, uh, we have to prep ahead of time when we travel because we can't cook at home. So what um, Key and I do is we use apps like Yelp and stuff like that to make a decision on what a, re what a restaurant uses in there, if they can make any modifications. And we're finding that a lot of restaurants do have gluten-free uh, 
menus and specific menus for those who are allergic. And if you are allergic, they prepare everything for you. So for the most part, the prep and um, being prepared when you're uh, traveling really helps to plan ahead of time. That is also part of our prep work and our mindset, especially when you're going out and you have to be very aware of what you're eating or it can literally ruin the whole vacation. Absolutely. Not even whole vacation is someone who has to be on the road all the time as truck drivers or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, prep across the board is that's what it is. You know, it's a state of mind, and you got to have your whether it's containers ready to take your already processed stuff on the road, or you know, you get your refrigerator organized with individual ingredients to you know make specific dishes. Absolutely, and we're going to be doing some more of these challenges to get you into that space of confidence and to be able to look ahead and begin to prep so that you have your mindset ready, your recipes are ready, you have your ingredients list. Now with that ingredients list, how can we make a huge variety of uh, dishes that you can add to your menu and begin to clear that mindset of, oh my gosh, look at all the things I can't eat, to look at all the wonderful things I can eat and that prep is so important for that as well. Absolutely. You know, you could hit it from any angle. You know, that's what I love about mise en place. And when I was younger, I, I really consider myself fortunate that it hit me in the head like a brick that watching the rest of the crew. And I was the young one that got kicked around. If you can't handle the heat, get out, you know? So I was the young one getting kicked around and I saw it that you have to have your head in the game, be able to handle it, and um, everything would be fine. And that is the first and foremost thing of prep, is know that there is certain things you're gonna like, you like eating, you like enjoying time with your family and friends and feasting, so let's get the other parts you might not like so much out of the way. You know, not everything's peaches and cream, so, Get in your mindset that there's going to be a little bit of work and organization, clean up before and after, or. You're right, because the things that you don't like so much is really a mindset thing. And sometimes it's a know-how thing, like I don't know how to do this. And those bigger tasks can be broken down into smaller manageable tasks. So sometimes it just takes a little bit of that openness to be able to use your creativity and imagination with the kitchen that you have right now. Because I know with our kitchen, it's a galley kitchen and most of us hate it. But you've helped us see how we can really utilize the space that we have and make cooking in the kitchen more efficient. And that's prepping as well. Yes, it is. And just for our friends at home, we don't, we, everything we do is from scratch, scratch because of allergies or, or uh, sensitivities. So it is from cookies to cakes to breads, that's the baking department, all the way across the board from sauces and whatnot, substitutions galore. Um, it's just the way it is, you know, a fact of life here. 
And um, it does take a little bit of concentration in having your prep together. But once you do, it's easy peasy and have a little bit of uh, experience and, and a methodology behind you. Um, you could do it without thinking even. I love the without thinking because I get really tired of being afraid to eat something and I get really tired of asking what's in it. Exactly. And it's that whole what's in it thing that woke me up because uh, I could do it without thinking. So I could just whip up whatever all the time, but all of a sudden, er, brick wall, someone can't have this ingredient or that ingredient. And I'm always being stopped and that's what brought us here because I got tired of saying, could he have this or could he have that? So it's there. I can't be the only one that lives this way, you know? Exactly. And so the rebirth of mise-en-place is the method. This is the method that we're talking about. And so now that you have it in your head, you're thinking about it, you know, it's the mindset, you know, it's the recipes, the ingredients list, the prep, the timing, everything in its place. Now you're starting to prep yourself to think differently so that you can begin to take into your own control what you're eating and what your family is eating, especially if you're dealing with food allergies and sensitivities. Right. And when it comes to prep, there is the word work after it. Prep work. The word prep by itself means there's work. And then there's tools. So having the right tools. Well, not only the right tools, but being confident or feel good enough to use them efficiently, smoothly. That all comes part of your prep work. And prep, there is repetition sometimes, you know, chop, chop. You've heard that, like got a chop, chop to do. And I know for us, part of our prep work, because half of us are left-handed, we had to make sure that we had the right tools for left-handed. And, and, and I would like to, you know, make people aware that as they get better at prep, when their confidence arises and things become easier and smoother, you find yourself, uh, you know, maybe we could, you know, do some YouTube videos with a little disclaimer of don't do this at home on how to use a knife in the chop chop, nice smooth chop chop and that kind of stuff. Once you get a little bit smoother in your handwork and moving around, your prep becomes easier. The dish becomes easier, smoother, faster, and it, it much more pleasurable experience across the board. Yeah. When you know how to chop a potato, you know, that, that prep right there and understanding how to do it and what the right tool for that is, is huge. This allows you to speed it up and the more you do it, the better you get at it. Well, not, yep. Yeah, not only that, let's take the, uh, the Japanese steakhouse thing we've mentioned earlier, they have a couple of tools right in front of them. They do a lot of it with a knife. The more you can do with the least amount, the better off you are. And that's what I'm trying to say is that's where the confidence level is, is before you know it, you're going to always feel like you got a free hand. This hand's doing this, this hand's doing that. And when it comes to prep, there's the dry hand, wet hand method when you're um, breading shrimp or breading chicken or breading vegetables that are going to be fried. One hand stays wet, one hand stays dry. And, and, and um, you, you'll recognize and see a system that you'd be able to use and more, be more affluent in the kitchen.
and this is a great opportunity to be doing that. You know, we've been um, all been experiencing this downtime and uh, we want to bring to you some of these challenges. So I'm going to mention our social learning Facebook group, the food sensitives community. We encourage you to join the group because we're going to be doing some of these challenges, some of these mind shifts when it comes to food and what's available for you and how to uh, create, use your creativity and imagination when it comes to creating some of these recipes. So definitely join the group. Anything else about prep that we should know about, Chef? Well, you just get ready to have fun. Prep yourself to take the mystery and mysticism out of some of what cooking is, especially for sensitives. You said something about doing some of these challenges. Uh, in my heart, I want to do them all. You know, and you know, I talk about my favorite, the recipe book. But what I want to hear is what other people want to do or what their problems or concerns are that's what i'd like to address and if you'd like you know to learn more or see more don't forget to click the subscribe button and uh, let's begin to have fun yeah absolutely chef because we want to know how we can help you where you're at right now for sure all right so we will see you on the next episode